Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Troy in the Finish, and I'm your greedy this morning. Who's on the line? Good morning. Go ahead. Good morning, Termina. It's Miss B. Good morning, Miss B. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Tuesday. God bless everyone on the call. Hey, hey, have a great day. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Triumph for Tuesday. Have a great day also. I have a prayer prayer request. I'm sorry. Um, We're um, having a service for my cousin tomorrow. Could you please uh, lift the King family up? The King family. The King family. Thank you. Okay, and that's surgery, right? Then no surgery, service tomorrow, his home going. Oh, Oh, okay. Okay, I got it. Thank you. Thank you. My condolences. Thank you. Good morning. My name is Eva. God, God, Good morning, Yvonne. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Thank you. Good. To, nice to hear your sound this morning. Rain rising, Laquita here. Good morning, Serena, the finisher, aka the Princess Warrior. It's kindness. I love everybody. Have a triumphant Tuesday. Happy Triumph of Tuesday, kind Kim. Thank you so much. You have a great yeah. day. <laughs> love you too. I love you. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. This is Wanda. Good morning, Wanda. Happy Triumph of Tuesday. Good morning. This is the Liberty. Good morning. Good morning to you. Happy Triumph of Tuesday. Happy Triumphant Tuesday to you as well. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Same to you. Have a wonderful and blessed day. God bless you. You too. God bless you, Susie. Thank you. Glory to God. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. This is Juanita. Good morning, Swanita. Good morning to you. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Grand Rising, Laquita here. Who was that? Laquita. Laquita, good morning to you. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Likewise. Thank good morning, you. it's Sunshine. Good morning, Sunshine. Good morning to you. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Thank you. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. This is Danielle. Danielle, good morning to you. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Same to you and all. 
Thank you. Good morning, it's beloved Barb. God bless everyone this wonderful Tuesday morning. Enough, Barb. Good morning to you. Happy Transit Tuesday. Glory to God. Good to hear everyone's sound this morning. Anyone else want to say good morning? Do we have any men want to say good morning? Any first-time callers want to say good morning? Glory to God. Good morning, sister. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. But this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall, we will, we will continue to rejoice because he is good. His mercy endures forever. Have a great day. Declare victory. Amen. Amen. Good morning, Shell. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and get started. And everyone, please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Hello, my name is Terita the Finisher, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are prayer call that meets Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip in your walk with Christ. Be sure to stay tuned in for the duration of February, where a monthly theme is entitled Holy Spirit. The clearance will focus on what, who, and how the Holy Spirit has impacted their lives. Also, what one can do to be more in tune to the Holy Spirit. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed too. There is one announcement today, TNT Bible Studies tonight. Prayer begins at 5.30 p.m. sharp, and Bible study will go from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You don't want to miss the teaching from Pastor LaBelle Jones on the topic, Practicing Politeness. It will definitely enrich your spirit. I have two spoken, I have prayer requests. Two, one is for prayer for Richard Fisher. It's Sonia's uncle. He had a fall and hit his head. Be praying for his complete healing and recovery. The second one is from Sister Lisa. We're lifting up the Keene family for the homegoing service on tomorrow. Praying for comfort, peace, and strength for the family in the name of Jesus. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise, Geraldine, Declaration, Angela, then we go right and close the comments, hosted by Declare. I repeat, prayer and corporate praise, Geraldine, Declaration, Angela. Then we go right and close the comments, hosted by Declare. The scripture for today is Acts 2, 3. And there appeared to them tongues as of fire, distributing themselves, and they rest on each one of them. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute and turn it to come off mute. I now pass the call over to the prayer warrior. Everyone, please have a blessed and awesome day. Jesus loves you, and so do I.
Sarah Dean, if you're praying, we can't hear you. I, I am here. Thank you. Thank you. If you would, uh, Rochelle. Good morning, Holy Spirit, on today. We come today in the room praying for those that have left their prayer request. On this morning, Holy Spirit, we're asking you to fill the room on today with your consuming fire, Holy Spirit. We're asking that you burn off all of the drought, the dust that causes us to be corrupted on today, Holy Spirit. Lord, we are here again. Thank you for helping us to sleep through the night and walking us up this beautiful, waking us up this beautiful morning. Lord, we pray that you teach us to love life with each passing day. Fill our heart with joy and gladness and remind us all the things in our life to be thankful for. Selah. If you would, Sister Rochelle, if you would add Going and uh, put the song on. We're praying today for the bereaving family, the King family, Sister Leisha's family, our very own. We're praying for Richard uh, Fisher, Sonia, Sister Sonia's family member, for complete healing on today. Here we are to worship you. Here we are to bow down before you as we. Humbly submit, Rochelle, if you would. Thank you. Okay. What we'll do is if we'll ask all of the declares to come in and we'll begin to pray. Please let's go. As we lift and take our phones off of mute. I appreciate it. Thank you. Father, I'm asking that you 
We thank you, Lord God, that there will be no death, that there will be no accident, Lord God, that you keep that you safe. Glory to your name. Thank you, 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 We thank you for healing, Lord God, and I pray in the name of the Lord. We won't quit, Lord God. Thank you for the zeal, Lord God, and the tenacity, Lord God. We won't quit, Lord God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes, Lord. We will be Lord God. With our help coming from, Lord God, is coming from the Lord. Glory to your name. The joy of the Lord. Hallelujah. The joy of the Lord is our strength, Lord God. So we bow down to worship you, Father. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. The consuming fire, God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. As it burn away everything, God. We push through on this morning, and we thank you, and we praise you on this morning. Father God, as the speaker of the hour is coming forth, God, I pray on today, your Holy Spirit that is in the room, thank you for the prayer warriors that set this atmosphere up on this morning. God, we thank you. And we praise you. If you would just put your phones on mute. Thank you, Jesus. And let's just be settled just for a moment. God, we thank you. Thank you, Pass the call to our speaker of the hour, Lady Angela. Let the Holy Spirit have its way. We thank you this morning. Amen. And thank God for your obedience on this morning. God bless you. Amen. God bless you all. Thank you for the beautiful, beautiful. Uh, welcoming and opening. Thank you, Lord, for the beautiful, beautiful prayer, the beautiful corporate prayer this morning. I am your sister, Angela. It is an honor and a pledge, pleasure to be back before you on this morning. I am truly humbled before God to speak to his people. Um, 
I just thank God again. And let us go into uh, the word. And I just thank God for the Holy Spirit. And I pray this month thus far has given you revelation and has expanded you in the understanding of the seat of the Holy Spirit. And we know the three are one. And um, I pray that something has been opened up. And I pray even today something opens up more and that you step deeper into an in more intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit. So, Father, I'm honored and I give you glory. Speak, Lord. Touch your people. Use me, your servant, to deliver the word that's needed for the heart. Father, I thank you and I praise you. Go before me till the ground. Allow your children to receive, to conceive, and to perform. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, it is such a beautiful, beautiful, we could have 12 months of Holy Spirit. (laughs) I promise you we could. The Holy Spirit could be our word, our declaration, our heart share for January through December because there is so much to learn about the Holy Spirit and it is so intriguing and and, and you can get lost in it. So I'm sure as other declarers, we had to be like, okay, wait, 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 Lord, what do you want me to pull in to um, to teach on because there is so much. So I am going to um, bring, enlighten, and share two aspects of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to be a little heavy on one, but you have to know about these two. This is not all inclusive. However, it is something for you to take and um, do a deeper um, search on the Holy Spirit. So we know Holy Spirit, he is God, Jesus, the three are one, the personality, he's the third of the Trinity. He has feelings, he has emotions, you can frustrate him. He has counsel, he speaks, differs from the Father and Son, but they are one. They are still one. The Holy Spirit is the same person duplicated. And when one speaks, they all speak as one. So I'm going to focus today on the indwelling anointing of the Holy Spirit and the empowering anointing of the Holy Spirit, the indwelling and the empowering. Okay, so I'm going to give you a couple of scriptures and then I'm going to elaborate on the scriptures. So we're going to kick off with the indwelling or some may call it the abiding anointing of the Holy Spirit. I want you to write down these two uh, scriptures 
And these two are some scriptures that can um, take, give you a deeper understanding. And um, I want you to just study those. I'm not going to go over these, but I want you to study these. That is Ephesians 3 and 20 and Ezekiel 36 and 27. These are just two. It's not all inclusive. There are so many more scriptures. But we're going to start off with that indwelling, the abiding anointing. So this anointing of the Holy Spirit, when someone has accepted Jesus Christ as their Savior, they become a child of God. This is the abiding, the indwelling, the resting anointing. This anointing of the Holy Spirit is for living. It's for living. It deepens your fellowship with God. So this anointing is not for service. This anointing is not to do something. So this is not a doing anointing. And I'm not talking about works. We're not talking about works of man, man's works, things that you do on your own. This is not for doing. This is our indwelling anointing. The Holy Spirit comes into us and dwells. This anointing rests in your soul. It's your checker. It's your checker, per se. It walks with you. It's God in you, you in him. Do we remember the scripture that, Father, I pray that you keep them and that they become one as we are one. You become one with the Father. This indwelling, abiding anointing is for revelation. It's for manifestation. It's for protection. It's for warning. It keeps us from deception. Anytime we fall short in any type of way, God never allows us not to be warned. It's inherent. It's built in. God's not sitting, he doesn't, he's not sitting on his throne with a bunch of buttons on each side of him and, oh, 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 let me push this button. Here comes something. Oh, 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 let me push that button. No, 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 no. Our indwelling anointing, the Holy Spirit, is our checker. It keeps us from deception. If we fall in deception for whatever degree of that, we've been warned. We were not. Hearing the indwelling anointing, that Holy Spirit, which is our checker. It's for transformation. As a child of God, it transforms you. From the time that you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, even if it was 50 years ago, 20, 30, if it was 30 seconds ago, the indwelling anointing is a transformer. It transforms you. As a child of God, this abiding anointing is powerful. It's powerful. Without him, we can do nothing. We can do nothing. We are nothing. When we do not listen to the indwelling anointing. That's this is our bloops and blunders and failures and tripped and, and all these type of things. That's when we we would rather rely on flesh instead of we we shut the Holy Spirit down. This is we can quench the 
abiding, indwelling spirit. We can tell him, uh-uh, uh-uh, that's too much like right. I don't want to be right right now. That's what we say. I want to tell him off. I want to tell her off. But we blame it on, oh, I was quote, unquote, in my flesh, which is a <clears throat> demonic deception. The devil comes to deceive us to say things like that, thinking that they carry some type of power or path, and they do not. The word of God tells us to repent, tells us to turn, not say, not give an excuse, but without excuse, repent and turn. So we are deceived in saying, oh, I was in my flesh. I um, am just like that. We can grieve the Holy Spirit and tell him, be quiet. I do not want to obey you right now. And when we do that, it moves us further. His voice becomes quieter and softer and softer to where he can. Left. This indwelling anointing will bring things to the surface, for lack of better words, was hidden because of our rejection of his voice. He's the checker of that wicked heart. He's the voice that will tell you, I need you to refrain from this. Don't touch that because it's going to open the door to this. Don't eat that. Because it's going to manifest this. Don't say that. Because you will put in action death over something in your life, family's life, a person's life that you could be angry in the heat of the moment. He dwells to change, to protect, to counsel, to walk with us. We are kept by the inner anointing. We can shut him down and we will make Inner anointing must be louder than the world. It must be loud. 
Let's go to 1 John 2 and 27. The anointing which ye have received of him abideth in you. That's the abiding anointing, the Holy Spirit. And ye need not that any man teach you. Now, with this portion here, you will need to read the entire chapter so that you understand and have revelation. Okay? So many can get off. I don't need anybody to teach me. I don't need a teacher. I don't need this. I don't need that. That's carnality. You have no revelation of this particular scripture. Revelation is not hidden for his children. Read the entire um, chapter so that the Holy Spirit can give you understanding on that portion of this full scripture. But as the same anointing teaches you of all things and is truth and is no lie, the anointing that dwells in you, the abiding anointing teaches you of all things. All things. All things. All things. <laughs> all things. Let your mind even think about what all things could be. All things. Your character, conduct your intimacy, your commitment, your hope, your desire, all things. The same anointing teaches you of all things. So the more you have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, guess what? Thoughts are purer. Desires are purer. What you desire in life starts to line up with your purpose, with your calling, with your giftings. You begin to understand your talents. The same anointing teaches you of all things and is truth. So when he's teaching you, it's the truth. And it is no lie. No lie. Yes, digress. Yes, say nothing. Yes. Be without reproach. Yes, I need you to commit here. This is the truth, and it is no lie. These things the Holy Spirit knows. When I bring you truth, I know. Holy Spirit knows. He's saying, I know what I'm doing with you. You don't have to like it. You don't have to like it, but you must obey. So that you can see the truth that the Holy Spirit sees that you don't even know. And even as it has taught you, ye shall abide in him. You must abide in him. You must obey him. indwelling of 
abiding anointing. We're going to come back to the abiding anointing. Now we are going to touch on the empowering anointing. This anointing affects your ministry. And even being affected you in ministry, and you may think fivefold only, at home as a dad, that's ministry. As a mom, that's ministry. As a godmom, that's ministry. As an aunt, as an uncle, as a friend, as a next-door neighbor, that is ministry. This anointing we've seen used, and we still do see it, but we reject it for a lack of knowledge when we see it being used on non-believers. <laughs> non-believers. Okay, so let's go to the word of God, and then I'm going to bring you naturally. So King Cyrus, oh, he's, God said, what, my anointed? The very one that has enslaved your people, but my anointed King Cyrus, I anointed him to do a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We see people in the world that sit in seats that the Lord has placed them in. That anointing came with that seat, and we reject them. We don't remember, even though we have a blueprint of God reigning on who he chooses to reign on and use who he uses because God releases. Who he chooses to use to further his kingdom, to make things come to pass, especially in these Real end times. You know, we've been here in real times for a long time, but like we really, really in it now. We reject it. We don't spiritually discern it because we're not listening to that indwelling anointing. When we have presidents, when we um, have people that are that sit in governmental seats, judges, we reject because we're not listening to that indwelling anointing. The empowering anointing, this anointing affects your ministry, your supernatural ability, your gifts of the spirit. This is distinctly for service. It is for doing, for the work of the kingdom. This is not for everyday living. It comes and it lifts. This empowering anointing can confuse and has confused most of us. <laughs> we have had to go back to God and be like, Lord, now wait, 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 wait a minute. This person acts a complete fool. And we can just leave it with ministerial things. We can see a minister or a prophet or whomsoever, a preacher, and, and, and the anointing comes on them for a service to do something, to do supernatural things, whatever that may be. Even back in the days of our uh, generals, 
when um, A.A. A. Allen, when legs growing and, 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 and um, cancers coming out, being pulled out of things, uh, of cancerous um, growth on the cheek, and he's just grabbing them and taking them off, and the person doesn't bleed death, and they just go, oh, thank you, and they go home. But we all know that he got, it was a reason why he went back to drink alcohol. But he ended up dying an alcoholic. We can have local ministers that we know, not by gossip, but we see, we may live with them, know them, related to them, married to them. And we see their lives and they are fully in the natural deceived by the devil. And we see them go and do a work for the Lord and say, wait a minute. The anointing just came upon you to do a service. It lifted and then they're back, which can also be confusing for that vessel. Not really confusing, but that vessel can be deceived And I'm speeding this up, and we know the word that says, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name and cast out devils? And God will say, I never knew you. You never allowed that abiding anointing to protect you when he was warning you. You were deceived. But when I give a Gifting is without repentance. You were created to do a work here on earth that still needed to get done, but you weren't concerned with your soul, where it will end up. So this empowering anointing comes and it lifts. It's for demonstration. So let's take a look at Saul. And I'm only going to read this particular scripture about Saul to give a revelation on the empowering anointing because Saul did not have a relationship with God. He knew of God. He didn't have a deep relationship with God. So he was, we know the people chose him to be king. So because he wasn't a prophet, he wasn't a seer, he was none of that. He needed some like, okay, I got to get this guy together. So first Samuel nine and six, And the spirit of the Lord will come upon thee. So this is Samuel talking to Saul, like, look, dude, spirit of the Lord is going to come upon you, and you're going to be changed. (laughs) Okay? So 1 Samuel 9 and 6. And the spirit of the Lord will come upon thee, and thou shalt prophesy with them, and shall be turned, listen, listen, and shall be turned into another man. And we all know at the end that was lifted from Saul. Let's read John 20 and 22 and 23. And when he had said this, and this is Jesus, okay? And when he had said this, he breathed on them. Jesus with the disciples. 
And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. So when Jesus returned, he hadn't breathed on them, talked to them about the whole, well, he did tell them, you know, another power is going to come after I leave. And they was like, what? What you talking about, Jesus? They was like, oh, well, okay. We just going to put that one on the shelf. But when he came and listened to the empowering at that moment, the Holy Spirit did for them. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, receive ye the Holy Ghost. Whosoever sins, ye remit. Look at the power of the empowering anointing. My God. Whoever sins, ye remit. They are remitted. Whoever sins, you forgive you. Not, Lord, forgive them of their sins. He didn't tell them to go and pray. He said, whoever sins ye remit, they are remitted unto them. And whoever sins ye retain, they are retained. Or do we operate in that? No. We pray and we ask God to do it for people, but he's given us that power. Acts 1 and 8. And we are very familiar with this, but outside the familiarity, we have to allow this to cultivate and be like a flint on our forehead, the power of the empowering anointing. But ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in Judea. And in this scripture, we have to understand when God gives location, why are you giving a location? What's the meaning? What's the purpose? What is the spirit that is carried there? Where is this power and how is it going to work? And in Samaria, and unto the uttermost, uttermost, uttermost part of the earth, Acts 1 and 8 is loaded. I, I plead with you to inquire of the Holy Spirit for deep revelation and understanding. It will shift your life. So this anointing affects the gifts that are in you for his service. Okay? So... As we get ready to close, I want to I want to I, I, I want to leave you with just three things I want you to do a checker with. And in these three things, I want to I want you to allow them to rest in the place of the abiding anointing because. We must, we must know, have, listen to, be expanded by the abiding anointing, okay? So I'm closing out about the empowering anointing. And as we close, I'm going to finish up with the abiding anointing. We walk with God in stages and levels, which 
are led by the Holy Spirit. That's why we must have the abiding anointing. So we experience him on various levels as he is made manifest to us based on our yielding, our will, our will. There has to be a need for manifestation. There has to be a need for expansion. We all have been given a perfect measure. Our yielding to the Holy Spirit, that abiding anointing, we will then see our expansion. We will then see our capacity. We will then see the extent of our measure that he has given us. So here are three things I, I'd like you to just, um, just kind of chew on. Evidence of the abiding anointing. So in our lives, even today, is there a presence of number one, obedience to God? And we know we have grace, and God has much grace over us and heavy, heavy, heavy mercy upon us. But in our obedience, is it consistent? Do we obey him in our time of prayer, but we don't obey him in physical service? Is our obedience to God in thinking, Lord, Lord, I love you, but I'm not going to do what you say for this person. Is our obedience circumstantial, situational, sometimes our obedience to God? Where can we see, Lord, I need to tighten this thing up. Our obedience to God. Are we hearing the Holy Spirit? Or have we muted him? That's number one. Number two, am I being led? Again, not sometimes, all the time. Am I being led? Can I hear him? One of my favorite Scriptures of Psalms 32, the beginning of Psalms 32, David is pouring out his heart, transgressions, and really being honest and truthful before God. And because of that, God comes in and he speaks and he says, I will lead you. I will instruct you and I will teach you in the way that you should go. And I will lead you with my eye. Are we being led? He said, don't be like the donkey. Don't be like the horse that has to have a, a, um, a bit in their mouth. They can't hear and turn away. Number two, am I being led? And number three, this is a lifestyle. This is a, this is 
this is a, a this is a um, I would say a non-conditional <laughs> number three is love, love, love. Evidence of the abiding anointing. And again, this is not all inclusive, but one, two, three. Where's my obedience to God? Am I being led? And where is my love? So I pray today that something was said that opened up a deeper seek of the Holy Spirit this morning. I pray that the words were said if you think they passed you by or you missed something, that it went down on good soil. Later on today, maybe about 12 noon, something will spring up. Or you may find yourself in a circumstance or situation and you hear the Holy Spirit clearer and you just rejoice. Or you find yourself in a circumstance or situation and you don't hear the Holy Spirit. And then again, you still rejoice because you know where you need to press into. Amen. Well, amen. Well, God bless you all. On this morning, I thank God for you. Again, I'm honored as your sister to be before you. And uh, we want to go ahead and go into love, life, and victory. So we want to open up the line to any first-time callers. Is there anyone on the line that is here for the first time? If you would like to say hello, we would like to greet you and welcome you. No? Okay. Is there anyone on the line, and we will start with the men first, that did not get an opportunity to say good morning? We're going to open that up, and then we are going to go into any comments and questions after we um, say good morning again. So if there are any men on the line that wasn't able to say good morning. Good morning. This is Humble Al. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Good morning. I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. What was your name? Al. Rob? Al. Oh, Al. Thank you so much. Is is there anyone else? Okay, so... Oh, hello. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Elder Eric. God bless everybody. God bless you, sir. Okay, so is there anyone else, any of our beautiful, beautiful ladies that was not able to say good morning, but like to say good morning? Good morning. Thank you for your declaration. It was amazing, Sister Sylvia. God bless everyone on the call. Good morning, Sister Sylvia. Good morning. Good morning. This is Lori. Thank you for your declaration. It's wonderful. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Miss Leomi. Your great declaration this morning. Thank you. Good morning, Mother Leomi. Good morning. Good morning. It's persistent. Thank you for your declaration. It was absolutely awesome. Thank you. God bless. Good morning. 
Good morning, God bless. Good morning, persistent. Good morning, Angela. It's pretty Patrice. Great declaration. God bless you, woman of God. God bless you. That's my auntie. <laughs> you know Auntie Alois. You know Alois. And Stevie. Okay. Good morning, morning Gigi. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Gigi. Good morning, it's Jubilant. Hey, good morning, Jubilant. Good morning, DB family. This is Bubbly. It's hey, good morning, Bubbly. Good morning, Angela. Oh. That was amazing. Uh, this is Christina Joy. Hey, good morning, Christina Joy. Good morning. Good morning. Okay. Good morning. So, oh, I'm sorry. Good morning. I'm sorry. I, I messed that up. I didn't hear you at all. I said good morning. It's Miss B. Hey, good morning, Miss B. Excellent declaration. Oh, praise God. Good all right. Well, we will go ahead. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Holy Spirit, activate. <laughs> Holy Spirit, activate. Good morning. Okay, well, we will spend a little time. If, if there are any questions, um, any comments, if anyone would like to chime in, please do so. You have the floor. Angela, thank you so much. This is Trelina for your um, declaration. And for this, yeah, the breakdown of the empowering um, anointing and dwelling anointing. Have a great day. Amen. God bless you. You have a great day, too. Thank you so much. Hey, good morning. Can you good hear morning. me? Yeah. Uh, usually I don't get a chance to uh, uh, talk, um, but I, I want to say uh, I really admire you for for how you broke down the the anointing. Lamar, what? Oh, okay. Uh oh. So someone needs to go on mute. Gentlemen, thank you. I'm sorry. Go ahead, brother. Yeah, yeah. So, so one of the one of the one one of the first challenges, and it's funny, we were talking about Saul. One of the first challenges I had when I went to seminary was that, uh, like, <clears throat> being being grown up in, in the Pentecostal uh, background, you know, anointing was anointing. You know that that was your authority, and that a person who was anointed that you know they they had 
carved land in, 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 mm-hmm. in, 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 mm-hmm. in the kingdom. And uh, one of the first challenges was, 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 was that what you talked about was Saul. And, and, and Saul was, was anointed. And if you go to First Samuel, I think I think it's chapter eight, chapter seven. I'm just coming off my head right now. So he was anointed, but we know what happened with Saul. And so that was, and, and so when I was in seminary, they taught me that the anointing can come on you, but your action and your behavior and your obedience can control whether the the initial anointing will stay on you. And so um, I say that to say this, Um, in this age, we tend to to put the anointing on on people who, who are able to preach good, Mm-hmm. Who are able to sing, you know, the heavens down, all the oiling, you know what I'm saying? We talk all about that, but that's not that's not the anointing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The anointing, in, in 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 you know, is in the Old Testament. It was the convergence of of a title, or or justification, or authority, but it was not, you know, um, what can I say? It was not. It was not. Uh, it was not a, 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 a guarantee that everything that you did. It was conditional. So the anointing was, was you know, saying, "Okay, I recognize you, or God recognizes you as this." But in order to keep that anointing. You have to abide by the word of God. You have to obey God's will. Now, if you if you come out of that, then of of course the anointing does does not uh, cover you, as we know in in terms of, of Saul. Mm-hmm. So I just I just wanted to say I, I wanted to thank you for kind of pointing that out because we we tend to we tend to look at people who are talented or gifted mm-hmm. as anointed but that might not be the case mm-hmm. they may be preaching singing or speaking or even teaching in their gifts but that's not the anointing or even if they were anointed if they're not living their lifestyle if they're not being obedient to the will of God or to his commandment, then the anointing is, is, is taking away. So I just want to thank you for your uh, declaration. That's all. Amen. Amen. Yeah, we clearly see that as you brought out with Saul, you know, towards the end when um, the anointing was taken from him. And, um, and he went searching. You know, he panicked as we would too, because we know when we, um, I don't want to say feel, but we know when we are weak and we're like, wait a minute, where's, uh, where you at? <laughs> and we panic. 
So you absolutely um, are correct about that with um, Saul. It's I, I just love the beauty of how God allowed us to see clearly and understand the distinction. And that was just two. There's there's an additional part to that. And like I said, um, I only um, just brought out two that the Lord pressed upon my heart. But thank you so, so very much for um, adding to this morning's share. Good morning. Can you hear me? Good morning. Yes. Hey, it's Dee Dee. Love you, sis. Um, hey, good morning. Love you. Hey. <clears throat> I'm going to step outside because I didn't mock myself out this room, but that's okay. Um, just grateful for you. Um, you touched on so much, and I was thinking about that, too, how people will think because a person is gifted. You know, you're gifted with a beautiful voice, and you've blessed with saints, and deaf folks falling out, you know, and preaching, and folks are shouting, and it ain't no bit of anointing in that because some people really are just gifted to sing and to preach and to pray. And if we're not careful, emotional, we'll get so in our emotions that we miss the yeah. things. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then when you talked about, <laughs> you gave good examples of human, our human side, because teaching, preaching, whatever you want to call it, we still see like you can live with yourself. Right? And it's like mm-hmm. when you have your moments and you're not being so Christ-like because you're having thoughts and you're saying things and you're not, you know, really being who God created us to be. And we ha- we all fall short. I wanted to say that, too, because I think we yeah. forget that. And lately, Galatians 6, 1 through 3 has really been on my spirit because it is, you are, we are in the last days. So we have to be real careful in our witnessing and for me my kids i'm telling you i care about other people but those three that god gave me loaned me it's for them to tell me when i'm off somebody is on it's Um, a lot of noise if we can all mute if we can all just check our phones triple check um and make sure we're muted thank you so much i just want to say thank you for that and to really know anointing what that means. I think that's that's another um topic for the month is anointing to really understand. Mm-hmm. So I love you, Angela and you know, I always pray for your babies. They are on my Thank heart because I know what it what it what it's like and your son oh or Jesus. You know I'm a I'm a boy mom so I love yeah. <laughs> I love you too. Thank you so very much. Yes, I thank you for bringing that out. Um I was studying once and it's a spirit of phantasm. I may be saying it wrong. Phantasm or phantasm, phantasm. You know, when that symbol get going and then all of a sudden people get into a frenzy and they think it's the anointing. People are talented, yes. But the anointing produces. The anointing is going to make a leg grow. The anointing of the devil is going to come out. You know, anointing is going to you have to take off your glasses because you think there's something wrong, but God just healed your eyes. God said that his vessels, when they open up their mouth, if it's even singing, if it's teaching, preaching, whatever it may be, that anointing should go out as it did on the riverbanks, I believe, that's in Ezekiel, and turned everything green. It has power. It changes people. It doesn't just catch them up. 
um, in a frenzy or phantasm, and then they come back down and you're still the same. No, that wasn't the anointing because the anointing changes. It transforms. So thank you so much for bringing that out. Amen. Is there anything else? I wish I had a candle. We saw hey, can you hear me, Yes, I can hear you now. Hey, sorry, I was on mute. Listen, awesome teach. Awesome teach this morning. And um, yes, we could talk about Holy Spirit for the next five years and never run out. <laughs> right. I, I thoroughly enjoyed you this morning. You know, I, I try not to say much of anything, but um, yes, ma'am. <laughs> you, had me, you had me read to turn up. Awesome, Sheer. That's all. I just wanted to say something out loud. I enjoyed you a lot, a lot. Amen. 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 God bless you, General. Bless you. I love you. We love you. Appreciate you. Amen. Appreciate you. Amen. Anyone else? Hi, this is Sister Sylvia. Thank you so much for your share. Hi, Sister Sylvia. Hi, I really appreciate I'm sorry, but I didn't catch your name. Angela. Angela. Yes, I really enjoyed your share, and I like how... Um, at the end where you gave us some uh, checkers, um, some things to, um, you know, check us on uh, the obedience, being led, and abiding in love. Um, I really like that. Uh, and you said love is evidence of the abiding love. So I, I like all the different points you made. And um, in this study um, that I've been co-facilitating, discerning the voice of God, uh, Mm-hmm. from the book of Priscilla Schreier, um, mm-hmm. the main thing she talks about in each year in week five of seven, throughout the whole study, these all these weeks, is in order to hear the voice of God, we have to be obedient. Mm-hmm. And so I thought about that a lot as you were doing your declaration this morning about, you know, discerning the voice of God and how to hear when God, recognize when God is speaking to you. It starts with obedience being being led and inviting in love. So thank you so much. I really appreciate you um declaration and everything was just um it, you just made it so plain and simple. Um I like when you say you know the physical service not just mm-hmm. praying, you know, spiritual, but what are we doing physically? Um mm-hmm. and that obedience is not uh circumstantial. So yeah some notes and I'm going to go back and study. I like all the different scriptures that you pointed out and how you said, read the whole first John. So I'm going to do that when we get off the call. Thank you so much, Angela. Oh, praise God. Praise God. I, um, even in studying this, um, you know, it's, it's, it it wasn't an, an, just an outward thing, but it was an inward thing too, (laughs) because as you study the word, God definitely, you definitely are found. Um, and um, here's another thing um, that I personally have experienced with the abiding anointing. When the, when, when the abiding anointing, when that checker is there and it's something that you thought was completely gone, you just thought, man, how in the world 
am I still wrestling or this is still in me? And it comes up and you just break. You just break. You just break. You just, you just break like a two-year-old. I just love the Holy Spirit. I just love him. I love him. It's a, it's a breaking, but it's a good thing. Thank you so much. Thank you for sharing that. Is there anyone else? Angie, it's Tanya. Um, Hi, as Tanya. I listened to you, hi, sweetie. As I listened to you this morning, stand flat-footed and teach about the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, on um, whatever name. And He has so many names. But as I listened, I just smiled and I was like, "Go, girl." Um, but I thought of the last, your last comment about the breaking. I thought about Tasha Cobb. Grace slowly broken. That's it. Love you. Wow. Love you. Praise God. Praise God. Amen, y'all. This really is a C-Lock moment. Amen. Well, if there's no one else, I will not continue to hold you. Um, it is just about 7.15, and I will give you back your morning. So God bless you all. May God's grace be with you always. May God keep you, cover you expand you, speak to you, show you, walk with you, absolute, give you miracles, words for people, and that you do a service for someone today. We will be back here tomorrow morning, same line and same time. God bless you all. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Love you much, family. I'll see you Love soon. You. God bless you. Have a day, everyone. God bless Bye. everyone. Have a good day. God bless you all. Have a blessed, productive day. Have a great day, everyone. Yes, yes, yes. God bless everyone. I love you guys. Everybody have a blessed day. Love you. Have a blessed day, everyone. Walk in victory.